Listening Dog Media. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman. And I can imagine a very happy Lindsay Hooper. Yes. Now, why do you imagine I'm happy, David? For whatever reason, would you possibly think I'm happy? Well, one, you've got a new dog. I'm sure that put a big smile on your face. And I've seen the Fantasy Soccer League and, yeah, the predictions as well. Do we have to go any further? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, it's not Wolves, is it? Because they still haven't won, so... (laughs) Um, I'm not, but the thing is, David, and this is what makes it even worse, I think, is that I'm not actually doing that brilliantly in in the world grand scheme of things on fantasy. It's just that you lot are rubbish. Oh, I was just about to say, what, you, <laughs> what does that make us then? <laughs> Proper rubbish. Yeah, we've, I think we've all got a bit of pulling up of socks to do. We're not doing very well, might I say, with our captain choices last time. Right. I'm so I only got six points for my captain. Is that not good? No. That isn't. That is not good. No. It feels so long ago now. Does <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Does mm. it seems a long time ago and there's been two England games since then as well um, well we'll get on to that later David yeah. because I'm more interested about soccer aid come on spill the beans what was the gossip <laughs> it was good um, 
Yeah, I played two rounds of golf. It's great being a coach. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it was it was strange. I, I got up there on Wednesday night because I was doing some filming with um, Roman Kemp. I was doing his program yeah. um, for Soft Raid. So I got up there quite late. Then, But then the, the COVID restrictions were like so good and so strict. You know, you had to get tested straight away. That was Thursday. Then I got tested again on Friday. You know, then even then, like Roman went down with COVID, you know, so then I'm thinking, yeah, he did. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I was doing his show on Wednesday night. Because <laughs> his, dad so has, he been his okay? dad's got it, or had it. So he couldn't be at the show. He, he, he was coming live on Zoom to do a little bit of the show. Then he, he got COVID, he had to go into isolation. And then a couple of the medics that were treating him had to go into isolation. And oh, it was a right palaver, but... I don't know how he got home in the end. I think he had to he had to hire a car and drive himself home. He was stuck in wow. Manchester, weren't he? So he's not going to be able to get on a train or go in a hire, you know, in a car with the driver. <laughs> Wouldn't want that, Bill. No, exactly. You know, so I think he ended up getting a, a hire car, or I'm sure he did get home. But so the, the game was amazing. You know, it was. Um, it wasn't amazing from a results point of view, might I say. I know, but have you seen what the overall score is now? No. Five five. <laughs> so the, the next one, exactly. the next one is going to be all out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tease it up nicely for the next one, but that means the rest of the world have won three in a row. So, do they get to keep the trophy? Is it going to have to be a new trophy for next next year? <laughs> oh, I like that it's five five. I didn't realise that. So it's it's nicely poised. Were you in charge or had any sway at all in team selection? Uh, not really. No, no, I was more goalkeeping coach. Um, there was Mika Richards and then Spen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Spen was more in charge of the team selection and, and ITV a little bit as well. <laughs> me, when, you, when you watched it, you know, and you see Joel coming on as the second half goalkeeper who had a one-day training. So on Friday morning, I find out that he's going in goal for the second half. And, I, and he came over and he got his gloves on and everything. And, and I was like, oh, I says, I says, have you been in goal before? He went, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> he had never been in goal before. And I was like, whoa. I don't think he knew how to use his hands. He only used his legs. <laughs> 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 You've got these as well. These digits up here. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was. you can't do that, you know, because Paddy, Paddy McGuinness was supposed to be going in goal. And he had one session with me and David James and his knee blew up, you know, so he had a problem with his knee. He got bruises all over his hips and his back. And the funny thing was, is like that. so we start training with him and Jamie knocks the ball at him and Paddy catches it like this. And then I knocked the ball, not not hard. And, it, and instead of going like this, he went like this to try and catch it. And it went bosh, <laughs> right on his nose. <laughs> oh. And it was one of those moments where you're like, you try not to laugh, but oh. You know, I just So the to. reason he wasn't in goal then is because you ruined him. Mm, I took it easy with him as well. Well, I'll put him down um, even further, David. Poor guy. <laughs> no, but then, but then he start with, they started practicing some penalties, and he was diving all over the place. And what, what was really funny is that Mark Wright said to me, "He went, he went, he went, goalie, have a have a word with him, have a word with him." So I go and have a, have a word with Paddy, and I tell him like, you know, when they come running in, they'll be looking at you, or they'll be doing whatever. But at the last minute, they will look down at the ball, and when they look down at the ball just go one way 
his next two saves were absolute worldies. <laughs> and it was there you go, that's what well. you get was, for the top advice. <laughs> exactly. You know, even Spare went, David, what did you say to him? And I was like, ah, see. More than you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. The amount of money that has been raised is like over 30 million, I think it is. And it's just, wow, it's just phenomenal. Incredible. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. amazing. That must, is that more than ever before, 30 million? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It just gets bigger and bigger, you know, and it's the first time that it was at the Etihad. It was nice to go back, actually, you know, because I played there when it first opened as Man City's ground way back in 04. There's been a lot of development going on. But actually being on the pitch and the ground itself still felt the same. But like the changing rooms and then the, the hospitality side of it has just gone fantastic. So. Must be the busiest they've seen it ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not going, I'm not saying anything against Should be Callum <laughs> having a dig there, but no, no, they yeah. the empty had for no reason. <laughs> Callum's too busy looking smug, isn't he? Because of the Ronaldo yeah, coup. Exactly. But I'm, I'm so excited about that. Still, I can't Imagine wait what I'm like. That afternoon was the oh, most exciting yeah. afternoon I've had in uh, ages. Did you need a lie down? I just, I just kept refreshing Twitter all afternoon. Have you bought a shirt um, yet? Bought it. I've uh, <laughs> won the full kit. I've only had to take it off because it's starting to stink. <laughs> With shin pads, I hope. <laughs> David just headbutted his own picture I there. I did. I, I, by the way, it was the 20th anniversary of that a couple of days ago. Uh, yes, of course it would have been 20 yeah, years. I know. When he said that, 20 years, I was like, oh my God. How long ago and is actually, that? And actually, let's speak about England as well, because yeah. they didn't come far off that scoreline in these in these no. World Cup qualifiers. They've had a couple of easy ones, I'd say. You know, the Hungary one was, you know, for the first, what, 20 minutes, I thought Hungary were, I thought, oh, they're not too bad, but they're all defending as a team. And it was just a case of once England scored, it was going to be a few. I remember Harry sitting next to me watching it. We're watching it with the soccer aid lads. And, um, and Harry loves a bet, as we all know. And he, um, he went, what do you think, Dave? I said, well, Hungary don't look too bad, you know. I said, but, you know, I think if we get one, we'll get a few. And he's like, all right, then. Next thing he's on the phone, can I have nil-nil? <laughs> What's the odds for nil-nil? And this, I swear, as soon as he put his bet on, England went one nil. <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything that happened, I thought Saka yeah. scoring was a brilliant moment. That was really nice, wasn't it? You know, and apparently he got a really good um, reception when he came onto the pitch as well, didn't he? You know, so that's, yeah. it's great, you know, and, and as a player, you need that because you don't know how the fans are going to react to you. You must have got some sort of gauge as to how it's going to go. But, you know, until you actually go into the stadium and then you see what they're like, then it's a massive relief. But then for him to score the goal as well, and all the lads were so delighted and so happy for him. It was good to see, you know, and I'm sure that's going to, it's going to make him feel a lot, lot better. Yeah. I also think that there's a crop of players coming through now that just look like they've been playing for England forever and they haven't. But I I, I mean, special mention, I suppose, Declan Rice as one of them. Yeah. He just looks so comfortable, doesn't he, in an England shirt? And the, the thing is, is, is that he looks so comfortable. And then when Kane and Grealish came on, you could see that they knew each other's habits and their little movements, you know, and straight away Harry scores. Shock. <laughs> and even even Sam Johnston in goal, you know, I know he had nothing to do, but it's great for him to be in there because he's playing at West Brom, you know, and he's in the championship. And I'm sure he must have been thinking, am I going to get back in this squad or not? You know, not only has he got back in, he's played another clean sheet. It's so funny because I met him recently mm. at, um, at a show called Cirque Berserk. 
and there was a premier and he and he and he spotted me and he come right up to me and he was like, Oh, can I have a photo? Oh. <laughs> I was like, Of course you can. <laughs> yeah, so so like, it was nice. It was really good. And um yeah, then to see him play, you know, so I sent him a message and he was just wished him good luck and uh, clean sheet he had, so job done. I feel like everyone has laid into the opposition in terms of Andorra, right? But I just wonder from a goalkeeping perspective how you stay switched on when you are playing opposition like that. It is hard, but in a way it's good for you because international football is a lot like that where you have nothing to do and then all of a sudden you have a say to do. You keep your concentration, or I used to, just by following the ball. You know, like making sure that you're totally focused on the ball and wherever the ball goes in the field, draw a line from that ball back through you and it should go to the centre of the goal and that's what I used to do and then how far the ball ball was up in the other half is how far I'll come out into my area or just outside my area and then drop back right that's what I used to do just to get just to help keep me focused you know and yeah, sometimes you do get carried away and you start messing about with the crowd a bit but you know it's um you don't have one of those moments where you look back and you're like, you have a swig of your water bottle and all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, it's in the final third. Uh, yeah, but there's a goal like that, isn't there, on, 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 uh, YouTube. on YouTube, where yeah. the, guy, the guy's taking a drink out of the net and the ball's gone in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw the opening round of uh, the Women's Super League as well this weekend. Yes. And one of the goals that I was there for was Beth Mead from Arsenal and she finished, it was her first goal of the two that she got. And the goalkeeper had left a towel in the net and she hit the towel. Would you recommend not leaving targets for people? <laughs> um, I, used to have, I used to hate having stuff in my goal. You know, even when I, back in the day when I used to have a glove bag, I would never put the glove bag in the goal. I would want, want it to be on the outside of my goal. And even if, like when fans, although I didn't say it too often because... If fans chuck like water bottles on or whatever into the goal, I would always go and take it out and put it on the side. You know, so like you say, it, it, it is a, a it's a sight. You know, if they just have a quick look up and then they can see a towel. What colour was the towel? Was it white? Yeah. You know, so it's blue. easy. Blue. Blue, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's easy to pick out. And 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 if you do that, then don't don't make their job any easier. You know, try and make it as hard as possible. And that's I used to hate anything in my goal, obviously, including the ball. <laughs> That was one of my takeaways was maybe they won't put anything in the goal next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I just, it's like I say, it's like if you hang something up in the back of the goal, it is a target. I know you might roll your eyes at this one, but that's one of my favourite ever goals. And I remember it from the interview. A certain someone from my team said to Tim Flowers, I'm going to hit your towel. And it was the oh, it was the yes. goal of the season that in ninety four ninety five and he yeah, hit yeah, the yeah. towel the back yeah yeah, yeah. and he gave him the eyes proper yep <laughs> because he gave it the opposite bend he gave it the Rooney bend <laughs> yeah I do wow. remember that definitely. no targets then <laughs> yeah and then, you know the, so I saw a bit of the the the, the Arsenal ladies game um, and then on the it was on tour sport the next day. I was like, oh, you know, like, how far have we come or haven't we come as in Arsenal? The, the ladies team would give the first team a run for their money. And I was like, oh. <laughs> there, was quite a, there was quite a bit of that actually yeah. on social media, but that isn't, that isn't what it's about, is it? We want everyone to be like one club. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, you know, where Arsenal are at the moment is just... I can tell you where they are, bottom. 
I know. <laughs> I can tell you he's top as well. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that photo of someone saying you need to clear the cookies to be able to see on your phone where Arsenal are on the... Uh... <laughs> oh, mate. But that, that it just shows you, though, that it's... Yeah, and it's been an international break, so they've been bottom for ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about these rumours? So there's apparently Antonio Conte in line if Arteta doesn't win the next three. That's one of that's one of the rumours. Nothing concrete yeah. that's been going around. Would that surprise me if he loses the next three? I don't think it would. Even Norwich in there. Well, let's see. Let's see how it goes. You know, it's Norwich at home at least, so that should that's. That's a little bit of an advantage, you know. But you know, how frustrating is it? You know, we're talking about a home advantage against Norwich. Did you see the <laughs> um, the interview with uh, Pep and his kind words to, to Arteta? Yeah, which I thought yeah, was quite I did. sweet. I saw that after the City, City thrashing, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah, and then even even other comments from Adu doing his interview at the weekend as well. You know, saying there is a process and that we've got to be it's got to be given time and. All the usual stuff, you know, about that not all the players are fit, you know, but they should be now. They've had, what, nearly two weeks off. I heard a fan call in to TalkSport. Um, I was on a, a journey back from a match and I thought he made some really good points. Some of the players that Arteta has backed, and so what I mean by that, and I say Arteta, it's probably a combination with Edu as well, but it's new contracts and long contracts for people like Callum Chambers. People were saying like Callum Chambers had a longer contract than Dennis Bergkamp. And the fact that Xhaka has been given so much backing. I mean, even the little bottom tap after he got sent off. I don't yeah. know, there's just little things that you read in and, and I just think you've got it wrong. You, you're, you're not quite getting the right vibe here of, of who you should be endorsing a bit more within the club. I mean, Callum Chambers... He's done well, but I mean, is is he at this level at this but top level? But he's not a right level? back, though, is he? No, and but then but then you've right got Suarez he... as well, and then you've got um, yeah. you've got this new player that you've just bought in the um, the Japanese international that probably will go at right back. Yeah. But you've got Maitland Niles who's been desperate to play at right back, and then someone like Callum Chambers is is getting to play before him. I would be absolutely yeah. furious. You can understand why he took to social media and things. Yeah, you can. The thing with Maitland has is that he, he's not a right back. You know, I, I I saw him when they first put him as a right back, and he was his positional sense was all over the place. With the ball, he's brilliant, but he's, he's a right sided midfield player for me. I think that's where he wants to play, though, isn't it? Right yeah. back. Oh, that surprises me because <laughs> he's not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the statistics um, yeah. on Suarez, and they were so dire in that match, like. Zero tackles, zero successful dribbles, zero ground duels won, uh, like zero key passes, uh, one error leading to a goal, 44% oh pass way. rate. I mean, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. Thanks for taking him. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's yeah. a guy that won the Euros in 2016 as well. Yeah. He, he seems a shadow yeah, of that player. It's... It's the Arsenal effect, isn't it? You know, and, it's, and it's where we are at the moment. You know, like people are taking the mickey out of us so much because we're bottom of the league. Even I heard somebody say, talking about the transfer deadline and the way that clubs do business. Oh, it's, I think it was all about Man United. They were talking about, you know, like getting the Ronaldo thing over the line and everything. You know, that's how Man United do it. Not like the debacle that happens at Arsenal all the time. 
But when I first heard it, I was thinking, oh, that's a bit harsh. And then I was thinking, it's hard to back it, you know, because it, it, it doesn't always happen. You know, we end up, like, taking forever to get transfer fees over the line. And it's not the way that Arsenal used to do that. I think it just needs a massive confidence boost and that battle will only come off the pitch. Mm. But we're still waiting. I'd love to know how much um, Sir Alex was really involved with uh, Ronaldo's transfer. Because that was the rumour, wasn't yeah. it? And then that lovely note at the end, it was like, was it, Callum, this, this is for you, Sir Alex, yeah, or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet Sir Alex was straight on the phone saying, what are you thinking <laughs> about going to City? Get yourself back home. <laughs> what do you think about his potential for this season? Because I think he's 16 goals short of becoming a centurion of goals. So I think he's on 84. And I reckon in a season he can get 16. Do you yeah. not? Yeah, I would say that easily. Um, because he'd probably be on he'd probably be on penalties. He's definitely going to be on a lot of free kicks. There's no doubt about that. Um, and that's without his normal goal tally, you know, because he's brilliant in the air and he's a proper finisher in that box. So 16 goals, I would say, yeah, at least that. So Centurion, here he comes. I tell you what, though, all the Man United players are so excited about him coming to the club. You know, even even Jan- Bruno Fernandez being taken off penalties. Would he be taken off straight away? I'm not sure. It might be until he misses one. And then that's, <laughs> like, that's like even added pressure, isn't it? <laughs> if I miss this, oh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you might oh, you might as well take it whilst he's actually breathing down your neck right there and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether. Um, do you know what? I, I feel that like even someone like Fernandez is just saying, no, Cristiano, you have him. You know, because they look up to him so much. And I've heard that he's already he's getting messages through that, you know, he, he's in it to win things. He's not just mm-hmm. coming back as a swan song. He's coming back to show that he's still got it, but not just got it, got that winning mentality as well. I think it sort of raises the tide uh, for the whole Premier League as well, because from what I've seen, certainly talking to friends in social media, that it's... Um, it's not even United fans that are positive about it. It doesn't matter who you support, maybe not City, but it doesn't matter who you support, everyone is excited to, to see him play back in this league. No, it is. And even even I'm like, really, I was really happy when he signed for Man United. I, and as much as, you know, as much as what I like Man City, I didn't want him to go there because that would have like took a, an edge off it. I wanted him to go back to Man United. I actually think he breaks football and um, just, just hear me through. <laughs> There, there is something that is old as time, which is you pick a team and they are your team through thick and thin. We know, don't we? You can't yeah. just be a glory supporter. You've got to go through the bad times, the good times. And he breaks football because there is an element of support. And I've met them. I met them at the Euros at the Fan Zones this summer that support Ronaldo, the player. They don't support a team. And whichever team he goes to, they follow. And, you know, all this about the shirt sales from Manchester United, four hours, they've broken a club record with it. It won't just be Man United fans buying those shirts, which I can't get my head around as a football fan. And I know you, David, as well. You wouldn't touch a Spurs shirt, but can you imagine like your favourite player who would go to another club and suddenly you follow them? It, It breaks what football's all yeah. about for me. Yeah, but they could always buy the Portuguese shirt. <laughs> but they're not. They're buying the club one. No, but the kids will. The kids will buy the Ronaldo number seven Man United shirt. There's no doubt about it. Because him and Messi, they're just a different level altogether from everybody. Um, 
would I ever put a Spurs shirt on? No chance. No chance. <laughs> People have asked yeah. before and I've just said, no way. <laughs> There's lots of other areas of the game where we talk about re-education and I feel like we should educate these people who want to just buy player shirts. There should be an education process that you have to have a team and you can't just support a player. But anyway, I digress. The thing about the shirt sales, the one thing that didn't come out, clearly by getting number seven, Cavani's giving it him. Is that because Dan James, has he taken Callum, the 21... Yeah. That Dan James has vacated yeah, yeah, by yeah. leaving. Right, okay. Because that was his, that was his number. For, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just get Dan James out. I don't know, get him off to Leeds. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'll do us. <laughs> I think Dan James would be great for Leeds. Yeah. I think he's a good little player. Exactly. The only thing I would say about it is there's a lot of competition for him with Rafinha, who didn't go in the window. And I was really surprised because when the Dan James move happened, I thought, oh, Rafinha might be off. And then you've got Harrison, who I think is brilliant. So there's yeah. a lot of competition there. Yeah, I thought it was really nice to see Bamford get a start for England as well. It was great to see Bamford playing. You know, because he's been knocking on that door for a long time. But he must have been a bit disappointed, like we say, when as soon as you go off, your sub scores. That could be, that's got to be the worst feeling ever. All right, you subbed Harry Kane, but that's a little bit different. But um, yeah, he had a couple of chances as well, didn't he? You know, where he just, like little toe ends he could have got in, he could have done a little bit better. But, you know, it's his first England cap. It was his birthday. Didn't quite get the hat trick of a little goal for England as well. But uh, I'm sure it was a special day for him. I think that he will... He will get a lot from the England setup. I quite, yeah. I quite like the fact that he's having influence from a manager like Bielsa and a manager like Southgate. I think both of them as a combination will bring <sighs> out so much in him. Yeah, and do you know what? What I liked as well is that he was talking to other players and telling them what he wanted. You know, mm. during the game, I was watching him and he was he was chatting to players and saying, you know, like, I want it knocked down wherever he was, you know, whatever he was saying, he was always chatting to other players, you know. So he's, he's got a self-confidence and a self-belief already, even though he's playing for England. Because sometimes you get in and you play for England, you're like, oh, what shall I do? You know, oh, better wait and better not be too noisy or better not be too loud. But, you know, he was right in there and uh, it was good to see. And I'm looking forward to the World Cup. Would you like one every two years? Um... So then the only problem you get, yeah, I would, because he's great to watch. Oh, I mean, come on. Put, you've got to give me your playing hat and your current I know. hat. No, playing hat, no, um, <laughs> because it's it's too quick. So that would be like a, a World Cup, a Euros, a World Cup, a Euros, <laughs> year after year. Yeah. Surely it just mm, use, right. loses its shine, though. Like, there's something about waiting, for having, no. having to wait for something. <laughs> Do you not think? It just means it gives you an extra chance to get your hands on that trophy quicker. <laughs> <laughs> The more World Cups you get a chance of playing at, the more the more a chance you've got of winning it. You know, and if it's every four years... Well, the history books would go up in smoke, right? So all your record appearance makers, yeah. forget it, because yeah, you've got double the opportunity. All the top goal scorers, forget it, because those records are just going to tumble over. It's just yeah. going to be so much easier, isn't it, every two years? And then there's always going to be that person, and we know from like watching Rooney, for instance, who had those injuries just at major tournament time. On the one side of the coin, you know, I bet he'd be like, well, if it was every two years, I'd have had more opportunity. Yeah. But equally... You know, his goal record factors in those situations. It's like, welcome yeah. to my world. I played seven years in the top division. That's been wiped off because now all, all records only count from when the Premier League started. <laughs> all them clean sheets that everybody's got. I've got loads more from seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to just keep reminding us on here. 
That's how you're going to have <laughs> to keep it going. Keep yeah. wheeling it out. Yeah. Better Jake or David James with the most clean sheets. Mm. Have a look at my record, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. This is Seaman Says. So, obviously, the match against Hungary was marred yet again by racist abuse. Um, it's getting tiresome, isn't it? But... I think the huge positive to come out of this is the way that the players are so united in the way they're they're taking a stance against it. Yeah. And they're very vocal as well. And they come out and they speak about it straight after the match and say it's something that we're not going to tolerate. We've even had Gareth Southgate himself say, look, the dinosaurs are just going to be the dinosaurs, but we're going to outgrow them and the world's going to move on and they're going to be left behind. And I think those sorts of statements have to be reinforced, but they absolutely are doing that. I mean, the the whole goal celebration after Raheem Sterling and Declan Rice, you know, drinking the bottle and everything. um, I don't know. I mean, some people might say that that could incite things, but I, I honestly think many people were just like good on you for yeah. for sticking up for what you believe in for, for doing, um, doing stuff against it and i tell you what else i noticed as well the the andorra game when the players took the knee there was almost like a, a second where you could half hear people trying to boo but then the whole stadium just started clapping to to drown out their noise you know i it, think the applause is much more powerful yeah. than than it being silent but i love i love the fact that they take the knee as soon as the players take the knee now the majority of fans are right behind what the players are, are doing and what it means, you know, because you can tell by the, the noise that they make with the, with the applause that they do. And no matter how long it takes, you know, I think that we've, we've just got to keep doing it. You know, we've seen a development, like I said, with the, with the applause now that all the fans do, just to, to, to stop the noise of the boo, you know, and I just, I just found it brilliant when I, when I was watching it against Andorra. It was just brilliant to see. So on Monday, we'll have a special episode with Troy Townsend from Kiki Tao about the work they're continuing to do to fight against racism in football. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. So, massive game of the weekend. But it's, it's not even on TV, is it? It wasn't. I don't know whether it's been moved, but purely for the fact that the TV schedulers would have been caught out, as we all were, by this Ronaldo move to Man United. What they didn't foresee was this Man United versus Newcastle game, which has been scheduled for 3pm on a Saturday, not on TV. So unless you are there and you've got a ticket, you're not going to see Ronaldo's return, potentially. Oh, that's going to be bad. They've got to get it on telly. That's going to be epic. Imagine the noise that's going to be in Old Trafford. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, how is he going to feel just going back up that tunnel as a Man United player? How is his teammates going to feel walking out with Ronaldo as one of your teammates? <laughs> I'd like <Wow>. to know. <laughs> Do you think he'd start? Or I imagine he might be brought on as a sub? He's been training. Surely you yeah. either come on as a sub or you, you get subbed yeah. off. So you can get that round of applause solely for yeah. him at one point in the match. I think the noise, I think coming on as a sub would be even better because then he knows it's all about him. Yeah. Because when he comes out of that tunnel, it's about the team. 
Come on, after five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pogba, off you come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about we make it seven minutes? Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I love seven. that, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so looking forward to it, and TV need to cover that moment because that's it's an epic moment. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's Ronaldo coming back for Man United. Do you think it changes from a non-Man well, United it. point of view? Does it? Do you think it changes how the season will go? It's, yeah, because it's going to make them better. There's no doubt about it. It's going to give the other players a lot more confidence as well. Does it make them a threat? Yes, it does. You know, I can't see anybody outside the two Manchester's, Chelsea and Liverpool winning it. It's all down to who has their wobble. Because going through the season, you all have a little wobble, you know, where there's a couple of results or maybe three results that don't go the way that you want them to in a short space of time. You know, and it's who has the smallest wobble, I think. It's so hard to choose at the moment, but Man United are an even bigger threat now. Is Oli in the same bracket as Guardiola, Klopp, Tuchel? Because I think those three are the top, the creme de la creme of managers. No, he's not. He's not there yet because he's not won anything. But he's on the way. He's on the way with a massive club. They've been there before and done it with, with smaller clubs. And now they're at massive clubs. So they've got a lot more experience than what he had. I'm sure, Callum, as you you must feel like as a Man United fan, you must feel so excited about this season. More excited than I have previous seasons. But usually, when you the, the thing that I found as a United fan over the past few years is we'll get dead excited early on, and then it will all crash. So right. cautious, but cautious. fingers crossed. Yeah, I know what you feel. Be more of a Leeds fan now. Um, yeah you know and it's that's what that's exactly what I used to feel with Leeds about getting the promotion you know because we missed out so many times and you're always you're always cautious aren't you but if I was a Man United fan I'd be so happy and so excited I think I'm just more relieved he didn't go to City if this was a game of chess it was a block move yeah yeah (laughs) the other game Leicester Man City that's a a good clash you know I can't see anything other than a Man City win but you just never know with Leicester they can be brilliant on the day then the other one is, is Leeds-Liverpool. God, Leeds have played some teams in the first few games, haven't we? What's, um, what, what do you think about the rumours of uh, Triori leaving? Has oh, that been no, put to Leeds. bed now? I think, um, I hate to quash this for you, Adam, because I know you take great joy in reminding me that Triori might leave at some point. <laughs> but I, I am reliably <laughs> informed that advanced talks for a contract extension are looking good. Okay. Oh, see, she's got inside info. That's why she's happy. Yeah, but dog. you said that about Grealish. You're wrong there. So uh. <laughs> I know. No, I. I honestly wasn't at that point. So at the point when you asked me, which was very early on in the window. Oh. He. He was. It? No, he was going to stay at Villa, and they were going to match match some of the wages. And then I think a, a secondary offer came in, but the original offer. There, oh. there was definitely a very strong source there that that said that he was going to stay. And I passed that on to you when I published it. <laughs> 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 Do you reckon he's got a, a release clause in his contract, though? I wonder how he much did. it is. <laughs> I, I reckon he'll have that written in, especially if if yeah. there's an extension put in place. But that helps was. everyone, doesn't it? I mean, that yeah. means that Wolves would get more buck for their money. Exactly, um, exactly. He's going to get paid in baby oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon they should put a clause in there. If you if you reach forty five miles per hour, <laughs> he's going to get paid in baby oil, <laughs> slipping off all the opponents around you. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and we'll give you a bonus, a speed bonus. There are some ridiculous bonuses in contracts now. So I was I was um, reading an article that was saying Neymar having a gentleman's bonus so that if he goes up to the fans after a game and applauds, he gets more money. No way. Yeah. What? So, yeah, there's something, and, I, and I'm being a bit loose about this, and there'll be someone who read it and, and has remembered it better than me, but there is something written into Neymar's contract about representing PSG in a great way, right? So if, um, if he goes up to fans post-match and claps them and applauds them, even after a defeat, I'm pretty sure he gets some extra cash. Wow. Maybe that should be written into Harry Kane's contract. I know, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, what what sort of things were written in your guys' contracts? Well, everybody's like seems to think that we had clean sheet bonuses and stuff like that, uh, and strikers had, you know, if they scored so many goals, they'd get a bonus. But I, I never had anything like that. And, I, and if I'm honest, if a striker in my team has got a bonus written into his contract for scoring goals, I think it's wrong. He's going to be selfish when he shouldn't be. You know, if he's got through on goal and, and if he if there's a, a player that's square that can just tap it in and the guy's going through and thinking, oh, well, I'm going to get another five grand or whatever it is per, you know, he's going to shoot. You know, I just don't, I don't think that does any good for the team spirit. Also, if a striker's getting a bonus for scoring, how about your end of the pitch? I know, yeah, for clean sheets. That, that's Then why should I get that? You know, why should I just get a clean sheet bonus? Why not the defence? That's where it starts messing about with the team spirit, I think. You know, mm. and, uh, I know it does go on, but I never used to like the idea of it at all. You know the clause about Anthony Martial, don't you? So Monaco well, get a uh, big sum of cash oh. if Anthony Martial wins the Ballon d'Or. So that's safe. Well, that's yeah, never going to happen. <laughs> Bad Woodward is laughing when he rolled that in. He's getting a lot oh of stuff, isn't he? Yeah, I, I feel a bit for him sometimes because, I don't know, could you... Does Rashford get as much as what Martial is, does? Rashford tries. Martial doesn't. Or looks like yeah, he's trying more Martial than... Martial just... Than, it looks like he doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, but aren't the players like that? That was that was Berbatov. Yeah, but at least yeah. you got someone with Berbatov. He was so <laughs> casual, but he was so good, though. <laughs> Berbatov was brilliant. Yeah. I don't think Martial's quite got that. But also, I think if you're comparing him to Rashford, Rashford's a Manchester boy. You know, he's he's, he's from there. So he can't really switch off. Whereas I, I imagine when you that's not your, your city, then... Maybe you don't yeah, know, care yeah. as much. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> next club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's yeah. going to pay me next? Oh, no. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. Right, then let's do our predictions. Should we just have a quick chat of fantasy football? Oh. I know oh, we should yeah. skip that. <laughs> <laughs> no, try, try and skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that I'd skipped up past that. <laughs> right, then let's talk about fantasy football. And no, it wasn't a good one for me. I thought 44 points this week. I was like, oh, that's not too bad, that. You know, because the average was about 34 or 36. I thought I'd do all right. And then I saw the figures of what you lot had won, (laughs) all the points that you got. I was like, oh, Arsenal the bottom, lost at Soccer Aid, and now I'm at the bottom of it. (laughs) And we'll get on to our predictions later as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh... 44, David, yeah. isn't what you want to be aiming for. You've got to try and get at least 60, I You're only saying that because you're the only one out of all of us. Yes, is the only one who got over 60 yeah. this week. Not by much, though. Not yeah. by much. But I genuinely think, looking at the competition in our league, 
And by the way, there are some of the best fantasy players in Seaman Says League. Honestly, really? if you look at where they are in the entire world, we've got some really, really good players in our league. So they're making us look really bad. Just copy them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys want to come on here. Yeah, That's you why. need to just copy someone. <laughs> copy someone's team. I'll tell you what, I've got a plan. So when I get, if I get like a point above you, Lindsay, I'm going to copy your team. You've got to get a point above me first. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm safe for now for yeah, a few weeks. I think you okay. are. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, it's not been a, a very good week for me. Um it can only get better, let's just say. Shall that. I give you a tip? Shall I give you some like some of the knowledge I've picked up over the last few days? Go on then. So Reese James um, picked up a card and a booking, so he will not be playing. If you've got Reese James in your team, get him out. Really? Or put him on the bench. Right. That's number okay. one. And Golo Kante still injured. Right. I don't think Withdrawn from him. the fr- France yeah. squad, wasn't he? Right. Lukaku is an interesting one, because he's someone that I think a lot of managers will be wanting to get in. Having a scan on his thigh... Probably has had it actually as we're recording this because he was having it earlier today. Says seventy-five percent chance of Lukaku playing. I mean, I don't know how much you can trust that, but you would think he'd tear up Aston Villa. I would say, given that he's been playing with it for some time, I can't see that he won't play. It's just that they might be examining whether there's something they can do in the next international break or something. If it's something minor, like a minor, minor op or a minor tweak or some different sort of treatment than what he's been getting but he's been playing through with it for so long and playing really well I might take the gamble on Lukaku I think as captain I'm not going to tell you that much Adam it's funny how much a choosing the right captain throughout the season can it makes all the difference (laughs) something you might be interested in David is that goalkeepers it's not just clean sheets but if you've got a keeper that makes three saves you get an an extra point so say you had a keeper that made six saves you get an extra two points if you got that and a clean sheet yeah you're yeah but that means they've got to be good yeah it's a a tough one to balance because that's why someone like Edison you think oh get him in my team because he's great but let's face it, the City defence aren't going to let as much go through to him. As, so then he's not going to make the save. You know, so he's not yeah. going to make the save. So yeah, he'll get the clean sheet. But, oh, so it's man. finding that, so that balance. That's two I've got to get rid of. I've got Edison in me goal and James on me right back. But he'll get you, he <laughs> should get you a clean sheet though. So it, yeah, exactly. again, it's, it's finding that balance throughout the team. So also, well done to Team Solo, lad. It was a top scorer for August and wins himself a case of Camden Town Brewery beer. And I know it's very nice. <laughs> Well done, Team Solo lad. Yeah. So to be in with a chance of winning September's prize, join the Seaman Says League. Download the official Premier League app or visit fantasy.premierleague.com and use the code EKET31 to join the Seaman Says League. In the words of Delia Smith, let's be having you. <laughs> oh, Linz, that's staying in. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seaman says, this week's predictions. Right then, Linz, predictions for the weekend. Palace Spurs. Go on, I'll let you go first. Palace Spurs, I think 2 0 Spurs. All right, I'm going to go 2 1 Spurs. Then the next game, oh my God, Arsenal against Norwich. Relegation battle. <laughs> Six pointer. <laughs> you wait for that. He was right in there, yeah. weren't he? Yeah, I'd hardly finished my sentence. Even had it written down. <laughs> yeah, so Arsenal, Norwich. Thank God it's at Arsenal because I feel. Um, I'm going to go 2 1 Arsenal. That's right as well. I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 3 0 Arsenal. It's, it's coming. That, that victory is coming. It's going to be this game. Fingers and toes crossed. Um, Brentford against Brighton. I'm really torn on this because yeah. I think it could either be really low scoring or if, if there is a breakthrough, we could have a, a high score draw. I will say I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going to go for a Brentford win and I'm going to go 3-1 Brentford. Leicester against Man City. 2-2. I'm going. I'm going to go nil-nil. Wow. Two good goalkeepers on display, though. Right, Man United, Newcastle. How many goals is Ronaldo going to score? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go 4-0 and Ronaldo's going to score. I'm going to go 4-1. <sighs> Who's next? Saints, West Ham. Um, I think West Ham win this 2-0. I'll go... 2-1, West Ham. Watford against Wolves. Go on, Linz, what you got? 3-1 Wolves. I think Wolves will have too much, and uh, I'll go 2-1 to Wolves. Chelsea-Villa. This one's a bit easier, I think. I think Chelsea will have way too much for Villa. And I'm going to go 3-0. I'm going to go 2-0. To Chelsea. Yes, to Chelsea. <laughs> no, she said Villa. 2-0 <laughs> uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Oh, this is a this is a really tough one to choose. Leeds versus Liverpool at Ellen Road. I think that Liverpool are going to win this three 0 Oh no! I think you're right. I'm going to go two one Liverpool, and then on Monday night, Everton versus Burnley. I'm going to go with a three one win for Everton. One nil Everton. Are you cool? Well, that rounds that up. Hopefully, I can catch you up. 18 to 21. That is because I got three exact scores last week. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. Three of them. All right, then. Thanks for listening to Seaman Says. And don't forget, we'll be back on Monday with a special episode with Troy Townsend from Kick It Out. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Seaman Podcast. And we will see you soon. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.